Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome in once again. Jimmy B and TC with you on the Big Talker 1700 here for the next three hours as we hit the world of sports with you. A lot on the local scene. Baseball continues on. You got the Cubs hitting the skids, four consecutive losses. How much should we be hitting the panic button there? The Cubs starting to uh, well, get the best shot of everybody. And how about the Brew Crew and Eric Thames? We'll get into that a little bit later on. Talk some Cubs baseball here today. The Cardinals, they have their own set of issues in the National League Central. Uh, got that happening. The White Sox off to a decent start, though, last night. Certainly didn't go their way against the Red Hot Yankees. A lot of baseball today. We'll kick it off at 1225. Mike Bates will be here from SB Nation. We'll talk some Major League Baseball with him. Go around the Midwest scene and a look across Major League Baseball at 1225. Also uh, today, coming up in the 1 o'clock hour, Kevin Trahan will be our guest from Vice Sports. Myriad of different things to talk about with him. We'll get into the Big Ten Spring football starting to wrap up for most everybody. Iowa, of course, with their spring game coming up on Friday night over at Kinnick Stadium. We'll get Kevin's thoughts on that. The Big Ten West, the Big Ten as a whole. We'll talk some basketball and also some changes from the NCAA in terms of recruiting. A new signing period coming up that will be in December for high school prospects. What kind of impact that's going to have. Speaking of that, read an article yesterday from Scott Dockerman. And Bobby Lejess over at Land of Ten. Guys do a great job over there. And, you know, talking about this early signing period, what it's going to be. So it'll be in December where high school prospects. In the past, this is when you'd see a lot of the junior college players sign their name to the dotted line and then be committed and beholden to the letter of intent to the university that they sign with. Now this goes down to the high school prospects where before there was only one signing period. It was the February signing period, the first Tuesday in February, and that's what you got each and every year. That was it. That was the only time to sign a letter of intent. College basketball is different. They have two signing periods. We've talked a lot here over the last couple of weeks about Iowa State in basketball and the hoops program as they have four open scholarships and looking to get three, maybe even four guys to sign for them and uh, go. But you have the November signing period and then another one here in the spring. Football, different, just one. So they made the decision that they're going to have this in December, right around the same time as a junior college, right after the season wraps up, you can have a prospect. And, you know, for a lot of guys, it's very simple. You know, we talked a couple weeks ago after the commitment of Coach Doyle, the strength and conditioning coach over at Iowa. You know, his son committed. He's going to Iowa. We get that. James Morris, his dad was the equipment manager at Iowa. He's going there. Alan Lazard, he's going to Iowa State. We have these ones that are slam dunks, the guys that are going to be there. But I thought Bobby brought up an interesting point that I hadn't really thought about and how this is going to impact Iowa and the way that they recruit and really impact Iowa State in a different way as well. You know, for the most part, you're going to have your, let's say, let's say it's a recruiting class of 20. Just for argument's sake, you got 20 that you're going to be signing for that season. Out of that group, you have... 13, maybe 15 guys that you're feeling solid with that have been committed maybe since the senior, the season and the summer before their senior year, those kind of things. You're feeling confident with that group. But Iowa has done a good job throughout the years of mining talent for kids that are committed to the MAC, to the Mid-American Conference, or you and I, 
North Dakota State, programs like that. Step below where they are. They miss on some of their big targets. Then they go down the list. Well, those guys might already be signed. Bobby brought up Desmond King, guy that was committed to play in the MAC. He was going to Ball State. He was going to go to Muncie, Indiana. Imagine Desmond King over the last four years in Muncie playing with Ball State. But you're going to have guys like that. Bob Sanders, another guy that was committed to the MAC. And we know the list, incredibly long list. Brandon Myers. On signing day, he gets the call from Iowa. He was set to join you and I to sign his letter of intent. Hawkeyes called, said, hey, we got a spot for you. Turns into an all-Big Ten player and has a long NFL career. Those kind of stories are out there. Is this going to change the timeline? Or if you're a guy like a Desmond King, if you're a guy that is committed to play for a Mac school, now those schools are going to put pressure on these guys to sign in December. If they've been committed for a while, hey, This is a spot for you. How much does this timeline change? How much does that change what you have to do in season, during your football season in terms of recruiting? Now, we heard last year Kirk Ferentz talk about that he wasn't a big fan of kids taking their official visits on game day. Nationally, that is something that happens all over the place. Kirk Ferentz, though, old school, not a fan of it. Is that going to have to change? The litigation, the changes, the new signing period, Certainly going to introduce a new set of ways that Iowa's going to have to go about it. Same thing for Iowa State as they go through their list and take a look at it. But thought that was interesting. We'll talk about that and some of the other changes in college football coming up again, 1 o'clock with Kevin Trahan. 140, Al Yellen will be here. We'll talk some Cubs baseball with him. Now four consecutive losses for the Cubbies. Is it time to hit that panic button? It's early. It is very early. We're 13 games into this thing. We played, what, 7% of the season. You don't want to go nuts. You don't want to get too concerned. But, you know, the thing that I took away, flipping back and forth, and there was so much going on. You had the NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs, some good baseball last night. It it was a busy time. The clicker, it got a workout. Might need a new set of batteries. But as I was flipping around, a little laying down bunts. That was fun seeing Schwarber lay one down, how it stayed fair. Nobody knows. A couple of bunt singles there with the shift on. I don't know if lethargic's the right word, but it just seems a little bit off. And what's the reason for it? Is it you saw the last two years, what this team is and how talented they are, the number of games that they won, the way they got off to the 25-6 and start a year ago and really coasted into the playoffs from there. It's crazy to think that a team can coast for four months, but that's what the Cubs did last year. They had one bad stretch in there where they went 5-15 and outside of that. They were really good for the whole season. They were never pushed in the, America, the National League Central, never had big concerns, but now they have the target on their back. You had the ring ceremony last week, the banner raising. That's in the backside, and you're looking up, and you're saying, we got 149 or more of these things? This is a long grind. Always wanting more. And Pat Riley talked about that back when he was the Lakers coach is winning that first championship is great. But then each and every time, guys want more. In basketball, more shots, more minutes, maybe more notoriety, more commercials on local TV, whatever it may be. And the same thing can absolutely happen in baseball, and especially with a group like this. These guys are stars. And we know Chris Bryant and MVP, Anthony Rizzo, gone through the low times of the Cubs and build it back up. But Aston Russell, 
Javi Baez, Kyle Schwarber. These guys are legitimate Chicago stars. And maybe a possibility of guys wanting a little bit more. Whatever that more may be. Something you always have to worry about, about a championship team. Plus, they finally broke through. They finally did it. And I know there's Cubs fans. I, I talked to Cubs fans that have said this exact same thing to me. Now what? Now your thought process as a Cubs fan and as a Cubs player is the ultimate goal is breaking the streak, getting rid of that 108-year drought. And you've done that. So what's next? A National League team has not won back-to-back World Series since the Big Red Machine in the 70s. That's the last time an NL team has gone back-to-back. It's difficult to do. But before you get to that point, you got to get there. you got to get to the playoffs. The bullpen has had issues. ERA over four right now for that bullpen. And maybe the biggest thing is they haven't been able to come up with the big hit. Where seemingly every time there was an opportunity last year, they came up and got it done. Nine times down in the ninth inning last year, they came back to win a game. You don't see that at that level. You don't see that in terms of that many victories over the course of a season. You just don't. But for the Cubs, it's going to turn around. The offense is going to be fine. They're not going to be last in the National League this year in home runs. But it's a frustrating time, and I get your frustrations. I really do, Cubs fans. We'll talk about that with Al Yellen coming up. Also, Wolfgang, he's going to be here with us for a full hour, the 2 o'clock hour. Wolfgang, we got a lot of things to talk about. We'll talk some Hawkeyes with him, talk some Cyclones. He wants to talk a little NBA. We'll get into that. So uh, plenty of things to get in, and we'll see if we can get a little baseball. Wolfgang told me that he's, uh, he's getting a little bit deeper into the baseball realm. We'll talk about that coming up with him, 2 o'clock hour with Wolfgang here. And as always, you can join me as well, 515-264-1700, the number to dial up, get in here with Jimmy B and TC, 515-264-1700, Jimmy B on vacation, he's sunning and funning, he'll be back here in about a week and a half, he said late next week, he expects to be back, until then, well, we got plenty to talk about, again, 515-264-1700, you can also get a hold of me on Twitter, it's at Trent Condon. You can email me if you don't go the Twitter out. Do it that way as well. Trent Condon at gmail.com. Let's get into it and take a look back at last night in the world of sports. It's a case you missed it, and it's presented by our friends at Wolf Construction Roofing. You're looking for a new roof, maybe just a small leak, whatever it is, the time is now. Call Wolf Construction Roofing today. Get set up and get ready to go for the summer with a new roof. It's Wolf Construction Roofing in West Des Moines. Let's go to the Cubs and Brew Crew last night. And how about this story of Eric Thames? I mentioned it a touch yesterday. In fact, before the year, it was one of the storylines I was really looking forward to as Thames was putting together a pretty good spring. Excited to see what he could do after a guy that looked around baseball and there weren't many options for him. Never developed into the kind of hitter that people expected out of him. Went over to Korea, and not just for a season, but he was over there for three years. Put up monster numbers. But the question was, can it translate? What can a guy from over there do coming back across the pond? Korean pitching, much different. Don't see nearly as many hard-throwing guys. A lot more on movement. You know, some people equate it to, you're seeing uh, what you'd see maybe double-A, uh, in between double-A and triple-A pitching. is kind of how it's been equated to me and things that I have heard that's what you're seeing. 
Can you translate a guy that's hitting 40 bombs over there? What does he become at the major league level? Right now, Eric Thames on fire. Top of the third inning. He goes yard again. He come out as about 50 degrees or 40 degrees out. Tenth pitch of the at-bat. Thames sends one back into left field. Back goes Schwarber, and it's gone! Eric Thames has homered in his fifth consecutive game. Jeremy Burnett's, you have company. <laughs> Jeremy Burnett, there's a blast from the past. Five home runs in five straight games. Incredible. Eric Thames, fun story to keep an eye on. And the Brewers, they keep winning games. Let's go next to Minnesota. Cleveland in last place in the American League Central, and that's what they were last night, making their way to Minnesota, who sat a game back. Well-played game. It comes down to the end. A couple opportunities for the Twins to get it done. Miguel Sano had a couple of good rips, one that just went foul. That would have tied things up. He drew a walk, though, to load the bases with two outs for Joe Maurer. The last ditch effort for the Twinkies. Hit in the air. Center field. Lonnie Chisenhall makes the catch, and the Indians survive. The Twins leave them loaded. And Cleveland takes the series opener by a final score of 3-1. to one. Another good pitching performance out of the Twins, but not enough offense last night as the Indians get it done behind a great outing from Danny Salazar and Cody Allen with the save there. We wrap things up down in St. Louis, a needed victory for the Cardinals against Pittsburgh. A little bit and just try to get the, put the ball in play. Jaso, ground ball, this should do it. Martinez is there. Cardinals hold on for the win. 2-1 the final. And St. Louis takes game one of the series, and they pick up their fourth win of the year. You know, as you look at things, and uh, we mentioned some of the struggles of the Cubs, I got to thinking, you know, what would what would maybe have people a little bit more concerned with the Cubs right now? And I think it's pretty simple. As you look at the standings and you look at the National League Central, if it was the Cardinals that were out to an 8-5 and five start, if it was the Cards sitting up there, or even the Pirates who we've seen Though last year they took a small, small step back. A lot of young talent. They always find a way to find pitching. Maybe the concern would be a little bit bigger. Look, they're two games back in the standings. We're 13 games into it. It's April 18th. But if it was the Cardinals there at the top, I think the feeling would be a little bit different for the Cubs fans right now. You see that team, the team that for years and years you were always trying to get to that perch. You finally break through two years ago, beat them in the playoffs. And then last year, get the World Series championship. But that's how you measure yourself, at least in terms of the division. But the Reds, do we see any staying power for the Reds? It's a fun story. Hey, the bullpen is a lot better. Last year, it was historically bad. The Reds' bullpen last year was an absolute joke. They've been a lot better this year. They're getting some young guys that have stepped up and played pretty well, including in that rotation on top of it. But you're not scared of Cincinnati. If it was St. Louis, maybe. Not the Reds. Milwaukee now 8-6. and six. They sit a half game back. The Cubs and Brew Crew back on it here coming up this evening. One more highlight from last night. Let's go to hockey. Told you yesterday. You know, I can, I can get excited when we got the Wild, when we had the Blackhawks doing things. They're not winning games. Both teams now down 0-3 late into the evening last night. Blackhawks and the Predators from Nashville. And Fiala tag up. Neal cuts to the middle. Off to Fiala. It's a stop! 
nothing series lead for Nashville. Corey Crawford beat there. Blackhawks last night jump out to a 2-0 lead. Felt like, all right, here we go. We're going to get something. We're going to get a series. We're going to have a chance at excitement. And it all goes away. Now facing elimination in Nashville. Oh, boy. What is going to happen here for the Blackhawks, for the Wild? Disappointing. I love playoff hockey. I enjoy it. But I know here we're not going to be sitting breaking down Montreal and the Rangers. We're not breaking down Pittsburgh and Columbus, Edmonton, San Jose, Washington, Toronto. It's not happening. It's not happening. Come on, Blues. Can we talk Blues? Is that our our last saving grace? Are there Blues fans out there? Hit me up. Blues fans, hello? Hello? Are you there? Give us some playoff hockey. We got to have something to talk about. Come on. It's spring. We need you. We need you in a big way. One thing we do have is time to talk baseball. Mike Bates from SB Nation. He'll be coming up on the other side. The MLB Daily Dish will go around the Midwest baseball scene with him. Take a look at some of the big stories happening nationally, including those Yankees. Red hot. They continue to just be on fire, moving up that young crew, looking very good as the Yankees have now won eight consecutive games as they sit at 9-4 and four on the year. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the Twinkies, the Cubs, the Cardinals, and much more coming up as we continue on here. That was A Case You Missed It, presented by Wolf Construction Roofing. Your spot for a small leak to a complete re-roof, pitch sloped everything, or a flat roof. They got you covered. Wolf Construction Roofing. Give B.J. Bengard a call today. We'll come back on the other side. Mike Bates talking baseball next here from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. The weather's warming up and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small. Flat roof, sloped or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. During Lowe's Ready to Restock event, pro customers should get ready to save. With up to 20% on GAF shingles every day when they buy in bulk. And up to 20% on select Cobalt Mechanics tools through April 30th. Plus, from April 19th through May 30th, pros can trade in their old cordless tools in-store and get 24% off new Cobalt 24-volt brushless cordless power tools. Limit one per customer. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Shingle offer applies to contractor packs. Products vary by store. U.S. only. This is Rob Doheny with Next Generation Realty. Welcome to the best real estate market since 2008. Why pay those overpriced 5, 6, or 7% commissions? Next Generation Realty offers a flat fee as low as $39.90, and you get top exposure on Zillow, Trulia, plus all the services of a licensed real estate broker. The results speak loudly. We've saved our home sellers over $35 million. Call Next Generation Realty first, 224-9900. Save thousands. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. 
He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented MyPillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You could wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money-back guarantee and here's their best offer ever for a limited time go to mypillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code des moines to take advantage of mike's four-pack special you'll get 50 percent off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows and free shipping Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select all-included package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV $180 for internet equipment, non return, and other facing conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. Jim Brunson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700K BGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. Welcome back, Jimmy B and TC. Continuing on here Tuesday afternoon. Some breaking news. And Des Moines will have an NCAA tournament coming back in 2019, a return for the NCAA first and second round of the basketball tournament at Wells Fargo Arena, March 21st and 23rd at the Well 2019, coming back to the state of Iowa. A lot of fun last year when we uh, had it, and looking forward to that again in 2019. We'll get into that 
little bit more later on. But now it's time to talk baseball. Our man Mike Bates, he can find his work over at SB Nation, and he joins us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Good afternoon, Mike. What's going on? Hey, Trent. How you doing? I can't complain. Can't complain at all. Though the uh, Twins are off to a decent start, they've lost three out of four. I know you're also a Twins fan. Last night, they got the bases loaded. Sano had a rip down the line with two on and two out. Just foul. Couldn't get it done against Cody Allen. But still, you can still take positives out of it. And, and really, more than anything, the positives come in what's happened with the arm, both the rotation and the bullpen. A strong start for our Twinkies. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, I'm getting out of the way. I'm outside here, and there's a helicopter. No, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. <laughs> no, Uh it, was, it has been a really good start. Uh, it's really exciting and, and uh, nice for the Twins to actually playing some uh, some meaningful baseball, uh, or at least you know uh, not playing meaningful baseball poorly. Uh, so yeah, uh, Cody Allen's a, a, a tough guy to hit against, though. So you know, don't don't hold too much against the no. Oh, absolutely not. He drew a walk out of that one. Mauer comes up with the bases loaded. Couldn't get it done in the end. The Twins fall to 7-6 and six on the young year. As mentioned, three out of four. Still three games left here with Cleveland at home up at Target Field. And not much of a crowd up at Target Field here. We've seen a lot of lowly attended games early on. Yeah, no, attendance kind of drags. Uh, there's, there's, a, there's really a one-year delay uh, when it comes to uh, attendance. So especially with the Twins having been so bad, for so long, uh, and the season ticket base being really depressed, uh, what you're going to see is, uh, you know, small crowds for most of this season, I think, even if the Twins are able to stay competitive, uh, which is no sure thing. Uh, I mean, they weren't projected to be a playoff team or anything like that. Uh, there's a really good chance that they, they you know, have, have maybe peaked a little bit here in April and, and settle into you know, being fairly mediocre for the rest of the year, but that's still a huge upgrade over where they were in 2016. Yeah, getting up to mediocre from awful, that is a step in the right direction, no doubt about it. Well, uh, speaking of a step in the right direction, we're waiting for Byron Buxton. He sits out the game last night, four of his first 43. That in itself, small sample size, not a huge deal, Mike, but the 23 strikeouts that he has in those 43 at-bats, that's ultra-concerning. Uh, as you look at Buxton up at the plate, what's going wrong here? How do you fix this guy? Uh, he's just he's swinging at everything, and uh, you know it really seems like you know he's a smart kid. He's a really hard worker. Uh, there's there's absolutely no reason to doubt that um, you know he's he's giving a hundred percent up there. But I mean that might be part of the problem at this point. You know, he goes up there with with a plan, presumably, uh, and uh, you know, once once the adrenaline starts to kick in, uh, he starts to you know just throw that throw that plan out the window. Uh, and he's swinging way too many pitches outside of the strike zone. Uh, is one of the highest swing rates uh, of anybody uh, in terms of pitches out of the zone and. You know, he really just needs to, to work on his pitch recognition and approach. Well, one of the uh, big uh, news at the top here has been the batting of Robbie Grossman. Back in spring training when it was announced that uh, Park was going to be sent back down to AAA after a huge spring, Grossman was going to be your DH. There was certainly a lot of uh, head-scratching going on about that, Mike, but 
he's been very good to this point, and really this is a better role for him. Defensively, pretty inadequate out there in the corner spot, but you just put him out there and say hit. He could do that at least at a, at a league league average level. He's doing that right now. Now the question becomes, you know, what's next? Uh, with Park coming back, with Vargas, uh, if he gets back healthy, is there going to be another move to add another bat here for the Twins? Well, I think eventually there will be. Uh, you know, they have a 13-man pitching staff right now. So one of the heads that was being scratched when uh, when Grossman was announced as the full-time DH uh, was mine. I mean, I was I was surprised by the move, and I I didn't really I didn't have a lot of enthusiasm for 13 pitchers. Still don't. Uh, I don't think a, a major league team should have 13 arms on its roster. But uh, I think one of the things that we're going to see is either Parker Vargas uh, or maybe somebody like Danny Pal- Daniel Palka uh, come north at some point in the next month here uh, and, uh, you know, provide a little more flexibility. You know, Grossman is bad defensively, but he can stand out there and look like an outfielder. Uh, and providing some additional positional flexibility for this team, particularly at first base, where we've seen, uh, you know, Chris Jimenez, uh, brought in and, and uh, Chris Jimenez also at third base so that Sano can move over to first base. Uh, you know, th- that's not ideal. Uh, so I do think we're going to see that eventually. The only question is which Twins pitcher is going to get exposed to, to uh, waivers uh, in order to, to open up a roster spot. One more on the Twins, Mike. Irvin Santana off to an incredible start. 3-0 record, 0.41 ERA, had the complete game uh, on Saturday. This is a guy that can give you, you know, you know, you can line up and get your 180 innings out of him. He'll be maybe slightly above league average, but is there anything different here, or is it, again, back to the small sample size? It's three games. Let's slow down here on the Irvin Santana for Cy Young talk. Well, I do think it's it's three games and we shouldn't get too crazy. But, you know, I do think that this is something that Irvin Santana has in him to go on uh, extended good runs. Uh, he's shown over time that he's a perfectly competent uh, number two, maybe number three, but a high number three starter. Uh, and I think one of the things that he's doing right now is if the Twins do wind up falling off, he's really increasing his trade value. Uh, and this is a team that uh, with a with a new uh, leadership team with Falvey and, and Levine as the the president of baseball ops and, and GM who are capable of making good deals with somebody like Urban Santana if he's in demand. We're talking right now with Mike Bates, SB Nation, MLB Daily Dish on the Draft House 50 hotline. Well, Mike, uh, there's some good things with the Twins. On the other side here with another of our local Chicago Cub fans are saying, what happened? We won our first three series. Everything was looking great. And now they've run off four consecutive losses, including last night to Milwaukee. Yes, early, small sample size. I'll throw the caveats in there as well. But uh, should the concerns be real right now for the Cubs fans? No, I don't think so. I mean, like you said, it's very early. We're less than 10% of the way through the season. Uh, You know, there have been real slow starts for Wilson Contreras and Javi Baez and, and Chris Bryant. But... Uh, you know, there are also really good signs in there. Jason Hayward is playing better. Um, Anthony Rizzo continues to be really good. And the pitching, the last two nights notwithstanding, has actually been really excellent. So, you know, I would, once those bats get going, and I think there's every reason to believe that they will, uh, these are young players, and young players 
provide a certain amount of predictability uh, in terms of their offensive growth over time. Uh, and we've already seen in the postseason even how valuable guys like uh, Baez and Contreras and Bryant are. So the Cubs lose last night to the Brewers and aided another home run out of Eric Thames. Uh, one of the best stories here of the early baseball season, guy that toiled over for three years in the Korean League, has come back. People wondered after the monster numbers that he had over there how it was going to translate, at least uh, first time through. It's translating pretty well for Thames. Yeah, it really is, uh, and it is a great story. You know, I'm excited for him. He he was kind of off in, in the baseball wilderness for a long time, and uh, it's nice when somebody can come back and, and kind of, uh, you know, provide a jolt to a club like the Brewers. Uh, really makes their GM, David Stearns, look great. Um, you know, I do think it's a little early to get too excited about him. Uh, again, it's a running theme is it's really early, uh, and teams probably haven't been able to adjust to him yet. Uh, so once the scouting report gets around and uh, pitchers start making adjustments, well, then we'll see really what Eric Thames can do um, against Major League Pitching. With that, the Brewers and the good start. You mentioned their young GM, uh, one of the younger in baseball there. Do you like what he's doing? I mean, they're off to a good start. They're 8-6. and six. That notwithstanding, the Brewers, are they on the right track here? The farm system starting to develop. Do you think uh, the Brewers might be a team we're talking about here in another year or two? Well, I do think so. I think they have significant limitations uh, in terms of payroll that other teams in their division do not. I'm specifically looking at the Cubs. Uh, but I do really think that uh, David Stearns has done a great job of uh, you know, selling off veterans for impact prospects. Uh, Jonathan, the Jonathan Lucroy trade was a good trade. He traded Tyler Thornburg this offseason, got three good players for him. Uh, from the Red Sox. So, you know, I really do think that David Stearns is, uh, is, a, is a name to watch. And, you know, if, if he does not wind up staying in Milwaukee long-term uh, because he's poached by a, a club who has maybe a bigger payroll, uh, I would not be too surprised. Let's head south next, Mike, and let's go to the Cardinals. They stopped the bleeding last night with a 2-1 to victory over the Pirates, but... You know, the bullpen has really struggled. You look across offensively, they got a bunch of guys all struggling at the same time. Uh, Cardinals fans, we talked about the Cubs fans, no real reason to be overly concerned. How much concern should there be for the Cards out there? Well, I think there should be more uh, than for the Cubs. The the Cardinals uh, have an older roster, uh, and they are uh, a team that was not projected to be doing really well. So for them to struggle out of the gate, uh, is probably something that uh, is a bad sign for things to come. You know, their their uh, their minor league system is not as full of the the prospects that they've been able to just uh, gin up over the course of the last few years to kind of plug holes. Uh, and you know, if I was a Cardinals fan, I'd I'd be a little worried right now. And another one of those guys really struggling is Adam Wainwright, and it's a guy that we talked about, Mike, going back in the spring. You know, if 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 Wainwright comes back was one of the things with the Cardinals, then they were going to be in good shape. That hasn't been the point. He's only got into the fifth inning one time this year, struggling with his command. They don't have the flexibility maybe they could have with the loss of Alex Reyes before the season, but is there a possibility if he doesn't get this thing righted here in his next two, three starts that maybe he could be a guy that could aid down in the bullpen? 
Well, that's an interesting idea, and, and it's not something I thought of at this point. You know, he has had experience down there mm-hmm. uh, and and has actually been a, a, a good relief arm. And a, and a move to the bullpen will generally uh, allow a guy to pick up two to three miles per hour on their fastball because uh, guys can go all out for one to two innings. Uh, and we've seen that some of the, the control problems and, and command problems the pitchers have uh, become less important as their velocity ramps up. Um, and and it actually winds up cutting their walks. So yeah, that's that's a possibility. Uh, the the question then becomes who do they replace him with in the rotation? And I don't know that the that the Cardinals have an answer in house, and I don't know that they have uh, an answer uh, in terms of prospects to acquire uh, an impact pitcher. With that, Mike, uh, the Cardinals one of the disappointing teams in baseball. They're not alone though. You got the Blue Jays. They're sitting incredible two and ten right now. Texas off to a 5-8 and eight start after what they did a year ago. Uh, you, you got even the Giants. They sit at 5-9. and nine. You know, Of those teams, is there one that makes you the most concerned? I, the Blue Jays, just because of the sheer record there. And now you got Donaldson. He's continuing to struggle with a calf injury. Would they be at the top of the list for you? Yeah, absolutely. And Donaldson's going to be out for the next two weeks, so that's a huge problem. J.A. Happ, uh, who won 20 games last year, is... Um, struggling with some elbow inflammation right now. Uh, so that's a huge hole in their rotation. Uh, and, again, like the Cardinals, this is a, a Blue Jays team that relies on a lot of older players, guys like Jose Bautista, uh, guys like Troy Tulowitzki, who uh, get banged up fairly easily and who might be getting to a point where they're just not as reliable as they used to be in terms of their performance. So, you know, I would be Russell Martin also in that group, although he really – after a slow start last year, pulled it together. Uh, so, you know, I would definitely be really concerned about the Blue Jays at this point. Um, I, I, you know, I, I, the, the problem with them, uh, I think more than anything, is that they're a team built to win now. And if they don't win now, well, then they've got nothing. They need to start thinking about how they're going to turn things around in the long term. Mike, uh, I saw a story yesterday about Major League Baseball umpires. The possibility of them, much like we see in the NFL when they explain what happened on a ruling after review, the same thing happening in baseball, them being mic'd up and going and explaining to the uh, the fans and the crowd and, and the people at home what exactly happened. Good idea, bad idea? Where do you sit when you hear this? I I just don't... I don't think it's necessary to be honest with you. I mean, baseball, football is a, is one thing. Baseball is a relatively simple sport. Either you got the tag on the guy or you didn't, uh, either a guy beat the throat of the base or he didn't either the ball was fair or it was foul. So, you know, it's, I don't know that there's a whole lot to explain. Uh, and I think that one of the things that this will do is just take up time, right. uh, you know, with the, with, with the, the league and, and the commissioner already concerned about pace of play. Uh, I just don't see what this will add to the game at all. Um, again, either either the the play got made or it didn't. Uh, it's a real binary thing. There, there's no shades of interpretation like there might be in football. So you know, I I don't really see a place for it in baseball. But that has never stopped uh, the league before from doing things that I might think are weird. Well, and you mentioned the time of game. I, I see that it's up five minutes from where it was a year ago. That's not a good thing. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Oh, and just another way to extend things. 
what's the end game here? We've been hearing for years and years and years, Mike, about the need to improve the pace of game. The simplest solution is what we see at minor league parks with the pitch clock. I think that would help it maybe not get to the level that many people want, but at least aid things and get this thing going on. Is that really the most realistic course of action, moving from what we see down at the minor leagues with the pitch clock and bringing that to the major league level? Well, I think it's probably something that's going to happen. Uh, I don't know that it's going to make a huge noticeable difference, maybe a little bit uh, with some of the slower-moving pitchers uh, or some of the slower-moving hitters who don't get their, their themselves back into the batter's box. Uh, but I do think that uh, it's probably something that commissioner is going to talk with with the players union about this off season and and make a move to to implement that but i think the the biggest thing that that gets in the way of of the reducing the time of games are the commercial breaks it's always the commercial breaks especially as uh teams use more relievers uh and uh get their starters out of the game earlier uh these are Long breaks where nothing happens. Uh, so if you're able to, to cut the time in between innings off by 15, 30 seconds even, uh, you're going to do a lot to shave minutes off of that uh, off of that time of game problem. Yeah, you look at you know 18 half innings that are out there. You cut that out and you get 30 seconds out of there. There's nine minutes right there. You couple with the pitch clock, maybe you can add uh, another five, ten minutes of saving time there, and suddenly. You're talking about baseball at 240, and the pace, I think it would help out both the younger generation and even people like me in my 30s. My attention span certainly isn't what it used to be with uh, all the different devices we have out there to drag away the attention. Oh, yeah, no, as, as soon as the commercial's on, that's when I, you know, that's when I go do the dishes or I mm-hmm. do a chore or whatever. You know, it, it's an easy point for you to walk away, but if you can shorten those and, and kind of, decrease the amount of downtime, uh, it kind of picks that rhythm back up and, and you don't lose like guys like me for you know a half an inning. Finally, uh, the Yankees, the hottest team in baseball, eight consecutive victories. The young guys that we've heard about coming up, they're doing well. Some old veterans with some good production, Starling Castro, even old friend Aaron Hicks out there doing some good things for the Yankees. You a believer in this squad? I, you know, I wouldn't say that I'm a believer in them long term. Uh, I think they're they're definitely on the right track. Uh, I think Brian Cashman has done a lot of great work to bring in strong prospects from trades uh, and then reacquiring our oldest Chapman, which was a great move uh, in terms of their performance on the field. Uh, and you know, I do think that that you know within the next. Uh, I, I think next year is probably a more realistic time frame for for this club. But, you know, I, I I definitely think that this is a team that is much more talented than the Yankees teams that we've seen for the last couple of years. Mike Bates, SB Nation on the Draft House 50 hotline. Mike, get back to work. Good talking with you again. All right. Talk to you later. Mike Bates, SB Nation. Good stuff out of him. You can find his work on Twitter as well, at Mike Bates. SBN. We'll take a break when we come back. Reaction. The NCAA basketball tournament is coming back to Des Moines and it's right around the corner. 2019. The tournament will be back once again in Des Moines. Drake will be the host of that one. We'll talk about that 
and uh, also a peek forward, what that could look like. All to come here as we continue on. It's Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker 1700 from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. We all want to be the envy of the block and have the nicest yard. Landon is here from Menards to tell us how to have a healthy lawn. So, Landon, how easy is it to get a great, healthy-looking lawn? There are three components to a healthy lawn. Watering, soil pH, and mowing. It's best to water your lawn during the early morning or early evening with about an inch of water. But only do this when solid moisture is inadequate. Sounds easy. What about the soil pH? It's best to have a soil pH between 6.3 and 6.8. To help you test the soil, Menards carries a soil testing kit, as well as lime and sulfur if the pH levels need to be adjusted. What about mowing? When mowing, do not remove more than one-third of the grass in one cutting. It's best to leave the grass between 2.5 and 3.5 inches in height. You should also always have a sharp blade and never mow wet grass. Thanks, Landon. You can find everything you need for your lawn at Menards. And as always, if you have any questions, talk to a friendly team member. Save big money at Menards. The experts say that rates are going to rise several times this year. With fixed rates still in the fours, I say this is a great opportunity to save money if you refi now. This is Dan Smith with Private Plus Mortgage. What's your goal? Lower your rate? Lower your payment? Get out of that arm before it goes up? Or maybe you want to consolidate your debts, drop your PMI, or use the equity in your home to redo that kitchen. Does that sound like you? Call Private Plus today and we'll show you your options. And if the experts are right, the sooner you act, the more you save. Call Private Plus Mortgage today. 888-220-6200. Refi or purchase, 888-220-6200. Private Plus Mortgage. Private Plus Mortgage, a division of National Bank of Commerce, 3 Piedmont Center, Atlanta, Georgia, 30305. Actual terms may vary. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, NMLS number 514390. Call toll-free for credit costs and terms. Next paint project, why settle for a new coat of paint? Try a new coat of armor. Glidden Diamond Paint and Primer at the Home Depot, starting at only $23.98 a gallon. When put to the test, Glidden Diamond stood up to 2,500 scrubs. That's a lot of soccer balls, muddy pets, and fingerprints. And that's one tough coat. We're pouring more into paint with unbeatable prices on scrubbable Glidden Diamond paint and primer from only $23.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing, U.S. only. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Dave Ramsey talking about your money and your life. This is a show where we take more calls than any other talk show in North America. The reason is, is we talk about you right in front of you every day. So thanks for being here. The Dave Ramsey Show on the big talker. 1700 KBGG. Count it down. Let's hear a great debt-free scream. Right. Three, two, one. I'm debt-free! Yeah. 
Spot West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spot West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spot West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spot West Glen. And the Spot West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at RelaxDesMoines.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, welcome back. Putting a cap on our number one. Trent Condon running solo with you here today up until 3 o'clock. Still lots to come. Kevin Trahan's going to join us. We'll talk some college sports with him, basketball, football, and much more. we got Al Yellen talking Cubs and the 2 o'clock hour. Wolfgang will be here. A myriad of different things to get into with him today. But earlier here this afternoon, in fact, earlier this hour, the NCAA announced some of their NCAA tournament uh, spots, locations that the basketball tournament will be. A lot of other sports also involved, but uh, for the here and now and locally, Des Moines will be getting a regional once again, first and second round coming up in 2019. Great work with Chris Connolly and the group that uh, put the bid together. Successful a year ago back in 2016 when they had it the first time, and great to see that it's a return and how quickly it happened on top of it. There's not that big, long gap in there. I saw Hartford is going to be getting a, a regional here coming up in one of the future years, but they haven't had one since 1998. Good thing. Not going to have a long thing. You know, some of the hiccups from the last time, the biggest one was concessions. I know a lot of people, uh, especially up in the upper level, sounded like they had some problems with that. I was up there uh, as I was covering things from up in the press box, and you saw some grumbling, some some anger there. But overall, I talked to a lot of Kentucky fans, talked to some Indiana fans as well, and they thought everything was great. They, they thought it was an, an excellent regional, hosted very well, and for the first time, even with a few hiccups, that Des Moines did a great job. And you can see that. You get a return this quickly, that is a good thing. One disappointment, and it has nothing to do with Des Moines getting a regional. It has nothing to do with the basketball overall. It's good to see uh, Wichita with the new arena they have down there. They're going to be getting one. One disappointment, though, and it's wrestling. And you guys know I'm a wrestling fan. Grew up in a small town with wrestling being a big part of it. So the wrestling championships have been announced. Next year, they'll be in Cleveland. 2019, they'll be in Pittsburgh. 2020, it's going to be at U.S. Bank Stadium up in Minnesota, the Viking Stadium. How awesome is that? wonder how many people are going to be able to get in uh, for that. That'll be really cool. St. Louis, they're seemingly always there. And then Detroit at the new Little Caesars Arena. 
where the Red Wings are going to play. So, all well and good. The disappointing aspect is something that I continue to complain about, and that is the dates. The middle of March, right in the middle of the NCAA tournament. Wrestling is a niche sport. Wrestling has a big group of fans that are always going to go, that are always going to be there, and they're always going to sell this thing out. That's not the concern. The concern is growing your sport. And as we saw wrestling almost go away from Olympic competition here a few years ago, you have to find a way to grow the sport. And this being in the stuck in the middle of the NCAA tournament is not the way for it. This thing needs to be moved to April. Can you imagine the buildup? Can you imagine the coverage that wrestling be getting? ESPN does a wonderful job with it, but it's lost. It's lost because of the NCAA basketball tournament. You move things a month later, and if it was this weekend, NCAA wrestling, imagine the coverage. You got the beginning of the playoffs for NHL and NBA. You got week three of a long baseball season. There's anything else going on. Spring football, that's coming to an end. You had this thing happening coming up this week. I think you would see a chance to increase numbers, increase viewers, and get more people involved and excited about wrestling. Not going to be happening for the foreseeable future. Through 2022, wrestling will stay in the middle of March. We'll come back on the other side. we got Kevin Trahan stopping by. We'll talk Big Ten football and basketball. Much more with him as we continue on. From the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios, it's Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker 1700. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and TC, noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Hey everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B, and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar, it's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen West. You'll remember the times you eat at Sam and Gabe's. Why, you ask? As one of the top restaurants in central Iowa, you know it's going to be good. And the place you talk about to all your friends. Each meal is prepared and crafted with the finest ingredients by Sam and Gabe's experienced chefs. Well known in central Iowa for steaks, handmade pasta dishes, specialty pizzas, and of course the incomparable steak de Burgo. Join them in Urbandale for dinner, Sunday brunch, and live music. Or dine with them for lunch or dinner in the East Village. Private event rooms are also available. Reserve your table at SamandGabes.com. You'll remember the times when you eat at Sam and Gabe's. Sam and Gabe's is this week's sweet deal. Get $50 worth of Sam and Gabe's gift certificates for only $25. Yep, that's a sweet deal. $50 worth of Sam and Gabe's gift certificates for only $25. There's a limited number, and they're sure to go fast. So get yours Friday morning at 9 at 1700kbgg.com. 
Guys don't really talk about antiperspirant. Despite that, 91% of Dove Men Plus Care users recommend it. Here's what they said. It blocks the, you know, perspiration, I think is the fancy word. It's comfortable. Uh, <laughs> it smells nice. My girl likes the smell. Well, it's, it, I, I ah, it's hard. I think it's quite masculine. Uh, my underarms aren't the worst thing at the gym. It's kind of like the Hoover Dam from my armpits, I guess. Dove Men Plus Care Antiperspirant. Tough on sweat, not on skin. Cricket has something epic for you. An adventure like no other. Starring free select 4G LTE smartphones when you switch. And featuring plans starting at only $30 a month. Now at a store near you. Cricket Wireless. Something to smile about. Applies to Samsung Galaxy Amp2, Alcatel, Street, ZT, Sonata 3. Requires number quarter and service activation minimum $30 per month. First month service charge and in-store activation fee up to $25 due at sale. Tax and restrictions apply. One-time fees may apply. See store for details. The people who design, engineer, and build Ford vehicles never rest. And neither do the specialists who service them. No one keeps those cars and trucks running or stopping better than them. After all, no one knows your Ford better than Ford and Ford Service. Now get a $50 rebate by mail on any Motorcraft brake service when you use the Ford Service credit card. Subject to credit approval, taxes extra, rebate by prepaid debit card. Pads or shoes on most vehicles, one axle exclusions apply. See your participating Ford dealer for rebate details through 63017. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here in my name is Sharzad Kiade. I'm a Gemini Pescatarian, a mom of two wild little boys. I'm Susan Yara. I'm a mom of two also. This morning, I went to the bathroom alone. I woke up at five, put my boob in her mouth, and then she took a dump. Because that's what she uses me for. <laughs> that's what you're going to hear a lot of our stories and experiences in our crazy journeys to motherhood. It's fam for all moms, not for all dads, not fathers and moms, for all moms. It's going to be a good old time. You guys are going to want to stick around. Promise. So subscribe.